Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another installment of the Sarah and Connor Show, um, our semi-weekly weekly podcast. Uh, kind of happens whenever we feel like it. Bi-weekly. Um, I'm going to say bi-weekly because no one even knows what bi-weekly means, you know, because like it could either be t- like twice a week or like every two weeks. I suppose that's true. I guess it honestly literally doesn't <laughs> even mean anything to me. Like if someone says bi-weekly, I'm just like, okay. <laughs> I feel like you know bi-weekly I mean? is generally used for twice a week, isn't it? No, no one knows. <laughs> no one knows. Okay, I mean, no, yeah. people know, but it's like, no, it's it, it could literally be both. So, like, of, I, I think it's really a stupid word. Like, it, it makes me angry when people use it. I'm like, be more specific. I like that. My my dad said that bi-weekly is, like, is, is actually supposed to be once every two weeks because if you if it would like twice a week then you could say semi-weekly or something hmm. but like i, I mean I'll, I'll take mr amar's word for it yeah no but he, but my my sister was like no i'm a linguistic like i took linguistics like i'm a linguistics major i know what i'm talking about like it literally means both it doesn't even matter what you think and it she was right both? it does mean what both which is why it's a stupid word because you use them in the exact same context so there's literally no context cue <laughs> like what a horrible or context word. clue i know right yeah i made this like i was talking about it because i made this tiktok that was like words that i think are stupid and that you shouldn't use in like your english essay because it'll like make you seem pretentious and like what were, yeah. your, what were your takes aside from i said like inflammable because like i don't know if you know that it means the same thing as flammable um i really hate the word intentionality it's literally like just a dumb word just say intention um i really don't like when people say purposefully like with purposefulness just say purposely like that's what you mean like i really oh my god it it's just like a personal pet peeve when people say purposefully and like so many people do so i don't like judge but also like (laughs) it just doesn't make sense to me like why would you why wouldn't you say purposely it literally means the same thing less syllables um I had more, but I kind of forget what most of them are. These are all good takes, though. I like. I these. mean, I appreciate that. Oh, also, um, utilize because it literally means the same thing as use, and it's just like when if you say utilize, I know that you're trying to beef up your essay. Like I already, I know that you're just like you know what I mean. Yeah. Like I read that and I'm just like, ugh, you couldn't have done anything better. It literally, me, it's, it's literally I'm... just like a long form version of use. Like for what? for me it's when someone says uh verbaceous instead of verbose who says verbaceous oh my god i didn't even know that was a word i'm pretty sure it is wait correct me on that if it's not it's on urban dictionary but it's not on so like i feel like that means that it's not really a word if the first thing that i look up and then it says urban dictionary Dictionary. yeah Yeah, there you go it might not yeah i i have heard people though that have said something is verbaceous rather than verbose Oh, also, um, um ira- has... like, irregardless, like, which is irregardless. not a word. It's yeah, not I've a never word. heard that. I've it's never because even it's, heard it's that. It's just, like, um, a malaprop or whatever, which is, like, basically when a word or phrase is said so many times that it kind of gets, like, misconstrued in spelling and stuff. Like, like irregardless is, um, like, a mix of regardless and irrespective. For another example of a malaprop would be like when people say um, intensive purpose, like mm. for all intensive purposes, but it's all yeah. intense and purposes. and purposes. Yeah. Like That's that sort of thing. 
Yeah. Okay. That, that's cool. I like that. I like that uh, your hot take on what words make you sound pretentious in an English essay. I mean, it's basically just utilize to me. Like if someone says utilize, I'm immediately like, you don't have enough to say in this essay. <laughs> <laughs> and it's also, it's like not even that long. It's because it's the same word, you know, like it's, it's just like a few more letters. So that would have to be like letter count. Do people do that letter count? I thought it's word count, right? So it's like, why so would you? word count. I've never had an essay that was letter count. Yeah, exactly. So like, there's literally no reason for you to use utilize. Letter count to would me. be like a tweet, but even that yeah, is Yeah, exactly. A, like... That's like character count, I guess. Yeah, character um, count. I don't know. Utilize really makes me angry. Like you just, <laughs> I, you know that they're pretentious when they use that. I feel that. Especially um... out loud. Like for what? Literally. <laughs> <laughs> but for yeah. What? Cool it with your, cool it with your utilize. I don't, yeah, okay. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I don't want to be, like, if you use utilize, that doesn't mean you're a bad person. It just probably means you're a no, show abs- off, honestly. It absolutely like, does mean you're a bad person. Yeah. The Star, the Star and Connor show, I, it's a Star and Connor show guarantee that if you use utilize, you're a bad person. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of, like, another word that, like, pretentious people use. But I kind of I, I don't know. I mean, one of my English teachers was like, don't use however. And ever since then, I like don't use it because oh, really? he, yeah, he was like, if you say however, it's basically just telling me to ignore what you said in your last sentence. And I was like, OK, like I, <laughs> he was like, just say but. And so now I, mean, I do. That's kind of a good point. Um, I mean, I however, I would agree with that. Though. Yeah, exactly. I feel like however is just like a more. It's like a, a longer form and like more formal. But I mean, I get the point, I guess. No, but honestly, I don't because like it doesn't even mean like don't like don't even listen to what I just said. It just means like. But it just means but I guess. But, yeah. And to some I extent, mean, it's just like use shorter words. And that's true. Like, you know, stop using long words to try and sound cool. Because, like, it literally, like, when people actually know what the word means, we can tell that you're being, like, pretentious, basically. Like, if someone uses a long word and it's not used in the correct context, immediately I'm, I'm like, kind of snicker. <laughs> and, like, I wouldn't if you just said, so- like, a normal word. And, it, and I totally do not judge people for, like, having bad cr- grammar or, like, incorrect vocabulary. It's only when you use, like, a big word. Like a big word that you don't know what it means. Like then I will judge you because I know that you're using the big word to sound like smart, but like you're not like you don't know what it means. Like so then I'm gonna judge you. That's but I won't judge you if you're like just, you know, bad at grammar or like don't have the best vocabulary. Like that's totally understandable and normal. I will judge you if you use a big word in the wrong way. (laughs) I I definitely do that too. Cause I um what one thing that I did learn was that like um like when I was in elementary school, I guess my elementary school put a really big focus on like uh, grammar and spelling um, and vocabulary. So like I came out of my elementary school with like a larger vocabulary than I guess most other people did mm-hmm. um, when they were when they like entered high school. So like I encountered a lot of people that just like did not really have that great of a grasp on just like, uh, I guess, really just the English language. <laughs> and um yeah, I definitely encountered a lot of people who would just like write these essays that were just like, uh, they just like would go on and on and say nothing. It's just like drivel. And it's just like, here's like 10 words that are each like 12 letters, <laughs> none of which 
mean anything in this context and like I mean, you'd be surprised. Like, there are a lot of people that just really don't have that great a grasp. Um, I mean, I don't think I'm the most eloquent person there is, but like, I definitely. Um, I think know it's what just like don't. About. If you're not, don't try hard to sound smart, and then you'll totally sound normal. If you try exactly. to sound smart, like people who are actually smart, <laughs> not saying that you're not smart. If oh, you they'll try clap you. Sound smart, they'll but like, yeah, if, if you like try to sound smart, then people who are actually smart and like know what words mean, then like you know know what yeah. you're trying to get at and stuff like that, they're going to clock you. If yeah. you don't try and sound smart, then if you make a mistake, no one can clock you because, like, you're not acting like you're, you know, all high and mighty. Yeah, I mean, one thing that I do th- kind of dislike is, like, how um, people will frown on slaying. Or oh, I love like, slaying. Like, or just, like, you know, just more, like, colloquial words. Just, like, if I'm, like, yo, what's up? Like, I just sort of feel like people who, like, sh- frown on that are assholes. Oh, li- literally. Like, if you, like, if you, if you're like, oh, like, grammar is around for a reason, like, use it. No, grammar is like yeah. an antiquated concept, in my opinion, because like, or it's not antiquated, but it's just like, it's elitist, obviously, you know, because you don't need it to understand people. Like, if someone's like, oh, what it is, I'm not going to be like, what does that mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> what it is. Yeah, like, I'm yeah. not going to. And that's like, a, an asshole would do that. They would be like, I don't understand. Can you like, re-? like, it's just annoying. I don't know. Um, no, I mean, I, grammar, I grammar is definitely elitist, but it's also like we need it, I guess, in terms of academics, so that you can weed out people who know grammar and people who don't. But it's also like I was—I don't um, know—let people live. Yeah, no, I was playing uh, MIA for someone the other day, and MIA, you know, aside from being one of the most influential rappers maybe ever, I mean, especially on like you know the 2010s, she was super influential. But, mm-hmm. you know, if you look at her lyricism, she's just, like, she's, like, not, like, her lyrics aren't really that interesting or dense. They, the, the content really isn't that crazy. I mean, some of the themes are are brilliant. Like, some of the themes, like, about, like, being a refugee and, like, you know, growing up in more or less a war zone and, like, all of that is is really well said and, like, um, you know, she's, she's really good at articulating that. But, um as far as like the actual words go in her lyrics, the actual lyrics, like they're not that crazy. Like, she, you know, she rhymes like yo and fro and like, like, I don't go. know, like bro. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Like that. And it's like, you know, uh, none of it is really all that like, you're not, you're not going to see someone on Genius dissecting the lyrics. <laughs> Um, you know, it's just, but it's really cool because she made, she, she really, her, her songs are really fun to listen to because of how she used slang and it makes for really interesting lyrics and just like things that are really, and just like songs that are really fun, that's fun to sing along to with really cool rhyme schemes. Um, like, like, uh, you know, her song Bamboo Banga, like, you know, obviously the word is banger, but because she, you know shortened it to banga like it has this much cooler rhyme scheme and it's just like way more interesting to listen to and much more fun to rap along to um and i think she gets a lot of shit for that which is just undeserved because she did this really cool thing where she's like yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna use like slang and like you know more colloquial phrases in my songs and that produced i think more interesting music um so yeah i stand by m.i.a um, and I stand by slang just in general. Like, I think that it shouldn't be frowned on to use slang. No, uh, yes. Yeah, I think 
I, I don't think it's frowned on in general, but I feel like in like an academic sense and also just people will think that you're like not smart if you like you like especially I say like a lot and I mm-hmm. feel like people like or maybe like <laughs> academics might judge me for that and think that like I don't know what I'm doing or like that I'm not smart or something just because I say like all the time and it's like no I mean I mean you can say that I guess like you can think I'm not smart but I mean it's just like what I do it's just how people talk and it's like I mean I'm now I'm like super yeah I was just like I'm thinking about it all the time because I say it a lot yeah but I mean I honestly just say it because it's kind of like (laughs) well you're just Um, you're filling you're just filling the space yeah is it really that much better than me saying um uh or something you know it's simple it's just like I don't think it is (laughs) no I fully agree with you I I totally agree with you on that wait so we um thank you for listening to our conversation about grammar and language um yeah (laughs) we were gonna um Sara had some uh so we wanted to talk about I believe it was Nicki Minaj's new uh or not new she yeah did a... like repackaged I would say she basically re-released her um 2009 album Be Me Be Me Up Scotty and I mean it's fine like she released like two or three new tracks on it um one of which is Seeing Green with Lil Wayne and um Drake iconic trio obviously but I don't know I mean I listened to it it was fine like it's just 2009 Nikki and like a few news things and I was like not particularly impressed I um I don't know how I feel about her I I was like a barb but I feel like the more that I like look into her past the sketchier it is like I don't know yeah, like I, mean, I, I don't know if we've already talked about it on the show, but she has she has a history of just like supporting men that have um, dubious like sexual harassment type or just like sexual misconduct histories, like her brother and her husband and like the father of her children, which is the same as her husband, I guess. But um, <laughs> I don't know, and also like well, I suppose those six could nine be two people. Yeah, they could. I just wanted to um, clarify that they are the same people. I don't know. Like, I I just don't get it, I guess. Like, how you can be okay with the fact that your husband, you know, and baby daddy, like, was, like, first of all, definitely killed someone. And second of all, like, was convicted of rape. Like, yeah, that's really. She does definitely not. She she does not. Have and the she best just like doesn't record. care. Like I don't know why she doesn't care. And I get it to some extent. Like you know, you she preaches or not preaches, but you know, she says she's like hood and stuff. And so like, oh, you know, like I pull up with guns, that sort of thing. But it's like, I don't really get why you want to be with someone that's actually killed someone else. <laughs> like that scares me. She does not have the best track record for. Um... I don't know. I mean, she, I guess she just doesn't have a great instinct for, you know, people. I don't think she cares. Like... I think she, like, genuinely just doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's almost even more terrifying, though. Yeah. Um... I, I think, I mean, partly it's probably because of, like, the way that she grew up or something. Like, I assume that to some extent she's just like, oh, like, this is normal. Like, and also, I mean, the guy that she's with, like, this guy who did, you know, rape and kill people, um, I think that they were high school sweethearts or something. Like, I read an article that said that, that they had, like, dated before. So, um, 
I, I imagine that she also like grew up in that sort of environment. I mean, this is like really off topic. It has nothing to do with the album, but <laughs> no, well, it's, it's all I relevant mean, to like her career because this is a re-release of the first mixtape. Yeah. And it has some iconic tracks like, you know, boss, bi- boss ass bitch and um, itty bitty piggy, which previously like weren't really available on streaming services. They were just like, um, you just have to like find them on YouTube basically. So, I mean, it's nice to have them. Like they are really iconic. I remember like searching those up when I was a kid basically and being like, this is so like, yeah, <laughs> I don't even know. I mean, but there's just only so many times when I can hear her like, when I can hear like DJ Holiday say holiday season over like a track. <laughs> yeah, I love producer tags are one of the things I despise most in this world. No, I actually love they make me so happy. They're so funny. <laughs> the only one I like, I guess I would say, is um Pierre Bourne's. I do uh it's that it's the he sampled um a scene from Michael J. Fox's sitcom from like way back in the day. I don't know what that sh- I don't know what that show was called, but it's um. I know. I think the, I know the, what you're the, the tag is like, "Hey Pierre, you want to come out here?" Oh yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, I like that one, but I think producer hey, tracks. Pierre, you want to come out here? <laughs> and it's the I... weird like door creaking noise. Yeah, I know what, yeah. exactly what you're talking about. I'm it's, trying to uh... think of. I like the, I don't know, Juicy J one or whatever, and it's like, what Juicy say? He like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's that's her fun. That one's that one's good. Yeah. Obviously, like if Young Metro don't trust you, I'ma shoot you. Iconic, I guess. I think in general, like I understand why producers do it because they, you know, they want to make sure that they get credit for the track or that their production, the the fact that they are producing the track is more like well known. You know, producer tags. If you hear, you know, mustard on the beat on a track, and you're a rapper, and you go, "Oh, I like that beat," you know, it's pretty obvious who did it therefore you might get in contact with them and then have them produce your beat so like it fully makes sense like why you would do that but i Take also do think <laughs> fuck these n-words up <laughs> oh good lord um but it's just like yeah that's um definitely the like the producer the producer tag um um i, I just feel like it sort of does take away from the momentum of the song a little bit um you I don't really like don't... oh my god ronnie no, I don't. I don't like them. We got um, London on the track. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like other ones. Track? Um, I mean, I oh my god, if the beat fly, you know, little Jute made it, right? Uh, I don't. Uh, That's like the Megan, and, and it's like body yada yada. Oh okay. right, right. Okay, yes, I do. Or what about the the, the like tag. Buddha bless blessing? Buddha <laughs> bless this beat, something like that. I don't know who that is. Um, I or mean, DJ Khaled's tag. I don't remember that one. DJ, uh, oh, it's like we the best music. It's music, yeah. Um, I just think they are, take away the momentum the of attack. Are we the best? That's, a, <laughs> that's that's quite the assertion you're making, honestly. Um, yeah, I just feel like, uh, yeah, they just to me they just take away from the momentum of it. I just I'm, I want to get to the track. I don't, you don't care. Like Weezy out here. Um, some of them can be kind of fun, like oh, to Lord, hear what Justin, a what a producer. Justin made another one. <laughs> it can be kind of fun to hear Whoa, like Kenny. yeah that, okay i do like well kenny actually um but it, it can be kind of fun to hear like you know you kind of get a look into their personality a little bit which is fun as far as producers yeah. go no i actually really like the i love producer tags they make me so happy murder on the beast so it's not nice <laughs> mike will made it yeah i'm i i get their function 
um personally not a fan but like definitely um yeah i mean especially like mixtapes like the Nicki minaj one like beam me up scotty um like producer tags that are like all over that um i feel like earl on the beat i'm just like looking them up (laughs) (laughs) all right we're gonna the rest of this podcast episode is just gonna be us doing imitations of producer tags go no, I don't know. I can't. <laughs> oh my God. I'm trying to find like, cause I, I like a lot of these, I, I, I don't know them. Like, I don't know what it sounds like. Like it, um, it like gives me the quote and I'm like, I don't know how to pronounce this or not that like, I don't know how it goes. What, you know? Like what a, what a, like what affliction you're supposed to put on it. Yeah. Like, like Jay that. White, I need a beat. I can go off on. Ooh, I don't know. Like, yeah. Who, I don't even know who that is. Um, it's Jay White. Should I know who that is? No. What, what has he produced? I don't know. It's it, the the first thing that comes up is Sally Walker by Iggy Azalea. Oh, I know that song. I do not. The only reason I know it is because she included some drag queens. Mm. Like if 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 a music video has like ru- drag drag queens from RuPaul's Drag Race, like I probably know it. <laughs> and it's it's the one that's like little Sa- little Sally Walker walking down the street. <laughs> Try to get that going gonna get a piece of me. Bars. Yeah. Heat. Absolute heat. Love it. Um well so this new this or well, I feel like to release your debut mixtape again, just on any format, or just on any streaming service, like, you know, something that's ten plus years old. I feel like that's always a statement in my opinion. Um like Drake recently did that. He re- he re-released um, his debut album or his debut mixtape again. Like I think this was like two years ago or a year ago that he did this. Which one um, is his debut? Um, the debut is. Let me quickly find it. Uh, the debut is so far gone. Um, oh, okay. He yeah. he like uh, remastered it and like released it on streaming platforms and. Um, I get why, I guess, like, you know, you just, it's, it's cool. Like now that you're this big artist, now that you have, you know, tens of millions of, of streams or listeners every month, um, it's cool to like provide your fans with like that mixtape, like, so they can see where you came from. But I also kind of feel like it's a statement a little bit. Like if you're going to re-release the debut or the mixtape and it, where it previously was not available on streaming platforms, like, I feel like that's a sign that you either feel like, you know, you're, you're you've reached a certain point in your career where you're like either prolific enough or like you you know you've you've um it no it honestly seems like the opposite to me it's like oh interesting like you're kind of giving up (laughs) it's like oh i don't have anything to put out right now so let me just like re-release this like old thing that i did like i do feel like it's a bit of a cop-out but i mean that's no shade no tea no shade but like also tea and shade so (laughs) <laughs> no i'm I just kidding kinda, it's it's a statement regardless it, it it indicates something about where how you feel right now i but either... i don't know what it is i don't know why she would like i it doesn't like i don't care if that i yeah. and i feel bad <laughs> saying that. it does seem weird because like being like... me up scotty i don't feel like has ever been particularly like well received yeah i don't think it was iconic i mean i know like itty bitty piggy and boss ass bitch were iconic but like or just i think it's actually just boss bitch not boss ass bitch but still um I don't know. Like, I just don't know. I feel like the reason that she did it is because she's not putting stuff out right now and she, like, wants to put something out, but she, like, and I mean, yeah, she was pregnant, so, like, give her a break. Well, but I, mean, I, I just, I, I don't know why she ago. would, yeah, I don't know why she would put something out, to be honest. Like, I just, I feel like it wasn't necessary and I don't think it was strong enough for her. Like, 
it's obviously not going to be as strong as her current stuff because it's from like what 10 years ago over 10 years ago so like i just kind of don't know why she wants to release it i mean she's highly influential i mean you can you can trace a lot of like the current female rap scene back to Nicki Minaj. Oh, um, of course, one hundred percent. I guess you could trace Nicki Minaj, you know, back to uh, Lil Kim, gangs, Lauren you know, Hill, Lil Kim, Lauren, Lauren Hill, uh, Gangsta Boo, um, you know, Salt a lot of those Missy Elliott, Salt and Peppa. You, you know, the female rap scene. It doesn't. It's not like Nicki Minaj necessarily is like. But she's like. Know. I feel like she's honestly probably the most iconic female rapper. Like I feel like she made female like she was number one yeah i mean because she also did this cool thing where she crossed it over into the pop scene yeah um, and that i think really uh just that sort of like you know and she also i feel like was kind of the first female rapper to um you know because you, you do have songs of like salt and peppa like you know kind of get kind of making references to like you know their their sexuality their uh you know their femininity is that the word femininity in, yeah in their just lyrics. like their yeah sexuality but i feel I like guess. uh minaj was kind of the first to get like really explicit about it and oh, i feel like that it, definitely yeah. was a tone setter for the current it was uh, a turning point, generation 100%. of female rappers like we would not have wop without nikki i agree i i honestly totally agree with that statement um yeah i mean she she it's an achievement but i i do think that this release is kind of strange um honestly yeah me too i don't really have anything to say about it to be honest though like um i am open to hearing opinions in the comments that we don't have (laughs) um but yeah Um, moving on yeah (laughs) (laughs) next thank you next thank you next i literally always have that do you have you seen like that meme of chris jenner from the thank you next music video and it's like thank you next bitch I feel like it's, I've heard that audio clip. Yeah, because, I mean, she's in the music video. It's, like, part of the music video is, like, a Mean Girls spinoff thing. And, like, she, like, Chris Jenner is, like, kind of, like, the cool mom. Have you seen Mean Girls? I've actually not seen Mean Girls. Yeah, that's illegal. <laughs> I, I feel like a lot a lot of my friends, I, I mean, maybe even most of my friends, love mean girls and the mean girls is like really like one funny. of their favorites isn't it it's tina really funny Fey? yeah tina Fey wrote it i mean it's kind of racist honestly but like no one cares i guess because <laughs> it's not racist i mean it's not ra- like i don't know if it's racist towards black people but there weren't really that many black people in the movie but like it's racist towards asian people which is like shitty obviously but um super weird that it's like like re i rewatched it and i was like wow this is not okay yeah, a lot of those like older movies. Until, sorry, I just yawned. A lot of those um, older movies and te- like television shows, I guess from the early two thousands. I think that's when Mean Girls is from, right? The early two thousands, twenty tens, I think, but maybe early two thousand. Yeah, I think it's like I, my guess is two thousand nine or two thousand eleven. That's a good guess. Um, two thousand four. Yeah, I was very wrong. So from you the, were very right. From the early two thousands. I mean, a lot of that. Content but even the twenty tens, like. It wasn't, it was super weird though, because it was just like, su- like really normal. Like, I was watching um, America's Next Top Model, and it was from like 10 years ago or something. And they were like saying, like, you know, like the R word? Yeah. Yeah. Like, they were just like saying it, and it was just like normal. And I was like, oh, I guess that was normal. And like, they were like just like saying like openly racist stuff. Like, there was this one girl who was just like, yeah, I don't like gay people. And like, 
or black people. And they were like, you can't say that. Like, we don't want to be your friend. And she was like, I just don't want them near me. It was like so weird. Oh my gosh. And they were like, you need to like, they're like, how are you, do you expect to be a model and like work in the fashion industry and not like gay people? I mean, among other things, obviously, but like the fashion industry is very gay. I suppose there is a um, large amount of, you know, I guess queer people from across the spectrum in oh, yeah. uh, the fashion yeah, industry. Queer. I mean, um, 100%. Like, yeah, I mean, I, 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 it's just, it, it was just a different time. It was just like you could, things were, humor was edgier. Um, yeah, like know, the whole Shane Dawson marriage, thing. Yeah, gay marriage was still illegal, so like homophobia. Oh my god, was much I totally. I remember accepted. when like that decision came out or whatever. I was like, it was like 2012. I was at my friend's house and we were playing hide and seek. I was like 14, but still. And then we well, were like, gay marriage I, was legalized in 2008, right? No, I thought it was like 2012. Or I'm, I might be wrong about that. Um, 2015. Was wow. Oh, wow, we were we were both way off. Okay, I guess our, no, 2015 I guess our... makes sense. I was like, that's, yeah, because I was 14. and tw- I said I was 14. I don't know why I said 20. I, I don't know why I said 2012. I knew it was 2015 because I said I was 15. So I win. <laughs> you win. You win. But, I mean, speaking yeah. of, like, you know, uh, progress being made for, um, you know, gay and queer people in the art world, uh, Lil Nas X performed on SNL. Yes, iconic. Um, this weekend. And that was, I mean, that was such an incredible performance. Um, yeah, it I, was really like sexy, like very mm. sexual. And I honestly, I was like, wow, I can't believe they let him do this <laughs> when I was watching it. Yeah, so they, the, he, um, I, I don't know what the second song he performed was, but I, I watched the Montero performance. Uh, Maybe we talked like about Holiday Montero. Or something. I was at. It's a holiday. That might have been it. I should have. I don't know. I didn't see the second song either. I only saw the one where he ripped his pants. Yes. Yes. That is the highlight for sure. Yeah. Giving us Lenny Kravitz realness. (laughs) If you guys have not seen the Lenny Kravitz, um, like his his dick pops out. It's like Connor was telling about, like telling me about this the other day. And I was like, no way. It can't be Lenny Kravitz. Like, no, he's like too well respected. And I saw it. (laughs) It was like on Twitter, and it's just oh, it's hilarious. Like you yeah. need to see it. I'm sorry, Lenny Kravitz. Like I don't want to like. No, it's so promote funny. like seeing your genitalia or whatever, but like also it's funny, and I'm not <laughs> mad about it. Like I'm. Well, it's it's so Lenny Kravitz for for just to like give a little more detail was performing. I don't know where, but he was just he was performing, and he was wearing really really tight leather pants, and I guess zero underwear. And for no was, reason for no There's... reason just a flex and he was walking across the stage and he's just like i'm gonna do a dip yeah he, <laughs> he like, like does not like a split but just like when you know like when when it says drop and you kind of like open your legs and go down like he yeah. did that like fully. when like when people say like bus it and they like do the yeah they do like that drop for sure yeah and he did that and then his just like his pants his ripped pants where open, the crotch and it's just is. like yeah exactly his like just dick like just his pops out and down fully pops out and it's like a little ring on it yeah he's literally (laughs) wearing a cock ring like it's so funny and there's just like picture 
And he's like, you know, he goes down, he's like sticking his tongue out like all rocker and his fucking penis is out. Like, it's so funny. Oh, it's so funny. But then it's even funnier because he stands back up, like, because he clearly feels the breeze and he's just like, he shoots back up, but it like gets sucked back in almost. Like, no, he like crosses his legs a little. Yeah, it like looks super normal, actually. Yeah, like, he handled that gracefully. If you were looking away at the concert, you would not have, or, or like, he did it, he, he, it, it went from dick out to dick away so quick that if you were not looking, you would not, or like, or you were not in the front row, you would not have noticed it. Because yeah. he really, he really. He dealt with I it mean, gracefully. We're proud of him. It's a performer at work, honestly. It is a performer doing their best. Um, he just, it was graceful. Um, but Lil Nas X had a similar situation where during the middle of his SNL performance, which was amazing, um, he killed it. He crushed it. Um, performing Montero, which we talked about a couple weeks ago. We said it was one love of our... Love Montero. Love that song. We said it was one of our recommended tracks for the week. Um, and, um, yeah, he was, like, he was, like, grinding on a pole, and then he decided to, like, get down, and when he got down, his pants ripped, and for the rest of the performance, he had to perform with his hand on his dick just to like keep it in yeah but it was not um, bad it wasn't like that long either it, it ripped towards the end of his performance i don't think it was that big of a deal i mean it was definitely like a wardrobe malfunction but i don't think it was like major because like nothing came yeah. out yeah i mean it just was it wasn't it, a it lenny was kravitz moment it was not as iconic as lenny kravitz but it definitely was funny yeah um, I saw I saw it a bunch on TikTok, which yes, I've I've made a TikTok. I know you I'm paved. very why I'm don't why at, is TikTok the first thing you're downloading? Like the first social media though. Like well, why not Instagram or like because in my mind, TikTok is actually not that much of a social media and Yeah, because you don't need to like post and stuff. Well, I think of so you know, I think of TikTok as being social media in a very similar way to how people think of YouTube as social media. Granted, I think that TikTok is more in line with traditional social media than YouTube is. Because it's um, more like media consumption instead of like making yeah. something. Yeah, it's entertainment. You know, I'm not posting photos like, oh, my God, I look so good in this swimsuit. Like, I'm not that's not what I'm doing. There's no vanity involved in TikTok. In fact, TikTok is almost the exact opposite. It is me just like in the depths of the internet scavenging for entertainment rather than like, you know, trying to put on my best face. Um, I just, I go there strictly looking for memes and like things about music. Um, Sara is like very TikTok famous. Honestly. I'm not, no, I'm not really TikTok famous. I just have like, I've had a few of them blow up and I don't know what my followers want from me. I have like 10,000 right now. <laughs> They just want you to be as iconic as you No, I just, like, I really don't know why they follow me, and I want to know. So, oh, my God, Leo is here. Sorry, guys, if you heard that. He just, like, rammed himself into my headphones. But um, I don't know what they want from me, and I want them to tell me so that I can, like, do something for them. But, like, I really, like, they follow me. Like, a lot of them follow me because I met Joe Biden, and I made a TikTok about that. And then some of them follow me because I made this one TikTok about, like, I've made a couple TikToks about, like, shower tips. And, like, stuff that I do in the shower that, like, which is, like, I, I don't even, I didn't even mm-hmm. think it was going to go viral. I just thought my friends would see it and be, like, oh, I should get, like, an exfoliating towel instead of using my loofah because, like, that's loofah. Leo, please leave. 
That's my cat. He's just like decided that he wants to hang out. So I'm just going to like. I love Leo. He's he's a nice guy. He's a nice cat. Pretty chill. Yeah. Like, he's decided um, to sit with me right now. So that's nice of him. We appreciate it. Thank you, Leo. Yeah, he's a big guy. fan of the show. <laughs> he does sit in on a lot of our recordings. He does. Yeah. He's he's a big fan. Yeah. He's really, he's a big part of the show, honestly. We should get him a mic. Um, <laughs> I yeah, don't. He probably couldn't do anything. <laughs> nah, man. Leo can speak. He speaks with his eyes. His eyes say... His, eye, his eyes are glance, like really pretty, actually. One glance is a thousand words. Um, yes, I love Leo. Uh, but back to... Yes, back to TikTok. So I, I caved um, because I was really bored. Um, I've, I've applied to a bunch of internships. I'm still waiting to hear back. In the meantime, I've just been, um, you know, sort of hanging out talking to Sarah, talking to other friends. and going on TikTok. TikTok. Yeah, browsing TikTok. Do you know what like niche you're actually... in yet? Have you seen anything funny? Yeah, so as far as memes go, I don't know what my niche is yet, but I've already been labeled as part of music talk. So music okay, talk yeah, is just good. like the, yeah, it's just like everything music related, like music history, music theory, music production, music industry. It's just like everything. And it's I actually really interesting. I didn't even know that there was a music talk. Music talk is Leo, actually kind of cool um, because a lot of the people on there are actually quite knowledgeable. Um, there's some people on there who like have TikToks, but they've been like in the industry for like 20 years. And here they are being like, hey, like, you know, if you want to get into the industry, like, here's how I started. And like, they'll tell their life stories. And I've also learned some really cool things. Like, there's also like music memes, which is also really funny. Um, I love this. Uh, one tiktok called um i think it's song psych um her she also goes by the name dev lemons and she is uh i adore her she's my favorite um her tiktok is yeah i need to look everything. at who you follow um, her tiktok is absolutely everything to me um she has this one tiktok which is hilarious um where she's who, she's who just like followers I don't know. Uh, oh, Malcolm and then my friend Mandy from uh, a publication I write for. Um, but um, yeah, and the, there's this one TikTok that Dev Lemons has where she's just like, yeah, well, maybe you do have all of Kanye's records on vinyl. But have you ever felt the warmth of a woman? <laughs> and it's just like, it's really serious. Oh, I think I, I saw like, that too. Oh, it's so Bro, funny. why do you follow Still Woozy? Um, I don't know. He just like popped up one day, and he's okay. He's a why cool do you follow artist. Cheech and Chong? Because Cheech and Chong are legends. Who doesn't love Cheech and Chong? I guess yeah, that's fair. I just I it doesn't seem like your vibe. Hey Dave, I got the stuff. Are you follow John Green? <laughs> I, he's like kind of cool. I I like Crash Course, so that's where that. Yeah, comes from. I also like Crash Course. I was watching Crash Course one time, and my dad was like, "This guy doesn't know what he's talking about." And I was like, "Oh my god." <laughs> not john green i mean i your dad is the one person like on this planet who can be like john green doesn't know what he's talking about and it's facts <laughs> yeah exactly i was watching like a u.s history thing and i was like well i can't say that he doesn't know what he's talking about because he does <laughs> yeah like didn't joe biden call your dad to be like hey yeah, he actually, he asked my dad basically me. for advice regarding the, I think it was Bill Clinton moment. Yeah, Bill Clinton, like when he was getting impeached, he, my, um, Joe Biden was like a senator at the time. 
and he was like voting on whether or not he should be impeached and he talked to my dad about it because he wanted to be like educated and he knows that my dad is like you know a con law guy and he's that you know one of the best if not the best in his field and so um so fascinating yeah Yeah, i know it's it's cool something is garbage uh he means it it's facts <laughs> no but i also like i mean he, he will he'll be like oh you're what like this is such a stupid show like why are you wasting your time watching it and that doesn't mean that it's a bad show like you know like parents like they don't know what's like good like literally uh, if i told like if i told my dad like 10 jokes yeah. like he would probably get two <laughs> And that's just because he doesn't know, oh, okay. like, you know, my – I mean, specifically my mom. Like, if I told my mom 20 jokes, she would get none. I I fully understand that. I was showing my mother um, – I was trying to explain to my mom, like, modern meme culture uh, because she got an email from, like, her friend's mom that just had, like, a bunch of old people memes in it. And it's like, you know, it's like the, it's like the boomer, like impact font, but like, it's against a backdrop that has nothing to do with the actual words of the meme and the actual words of the meme are just like not actually funny and, or are slightly racist. And my mom was like looking at these and she was like kind of skimming through them and she was like, Oh, this one's funny. And I was like, it's like, that's the kind of meme that you would see that like, that's an old person meme. Like that's a boomer meme. And she's like, I don't understand. So I like I tried to explain to her modern meme culture, which is like I saw I saw a funny I saw a TikTok actually about like the phases of meme culture and it tried to like contextualize them as if they were like Baroque and like <laughs> Baroque and like and like class and like post and like and like then it was like oh, postmodern. It was like oh my god, postmodern yeah, post like, that post-modern. would be so, that's like big chungus is like postmodern yeah <laughs> apparently we're in postmodern meme culture right now and i was trying to explain to her i was like here's what the e meme is where it's just like markiplier's oh e. face on, on lord, lord Farquaad's head on mark zuckerberg <laughs> in a courtroom <laughs> like <laughs> but it's like it's been like the saturation has been like just blown to shit and it's just it's the letter e just like over it and she's like, I don't get it. And I'm like, and you never will. <laughs> it's just like, I don't know how to explain this to you. It's like, I don't get it either. Like, <laughs> yeah, no one does. It's just, it's only funny though if you're participating in postmodern meme culture, um, which is just, it's on its own. It's on a whole other level. Um, I'm trying to think of like a really good meme. Oh, like that's, I'll do that with my mom because like we watch Drag Race. Yeah. And so she'll like, she'll just be like, like, what is bussy? <laughs> 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 i don't know just yeah excuse. i just have to be like I, I just have to be like you don't need to know like it's fine yeah, like it's it's all right Stuff like that yeah just save save your parents from it honestly um that's totally that's totally what i believe in um like just don't even bother explaining it <laughs> just like be like it's okay yeah no that's basically know. what i say like most of the time i'll just be like you don't need to know yeah it's just it's out of your wheelhouse honestly um but yeah, it's just I, TikTok definitely is like a weird wasteland. Um, it was really funny because it was like I, I I was told that I just need to let the algorithm sort of like figure out what I like. The algorithm immediately was like, "Oh, here's therapy." <laughs> it was like, <laughs> it was like I was like, "Oh, damn!" I was like, "All right, fair enough." Like I guess that's fair. Um, but yeah, TikTok is definitely interesting. Um, yeah, I've I'm been, excited to see where yeah, it goes for you. I will send you updates. 
Um, but yeah, I've been recently trying to like get out and about more and just sort of, um, you know, speaking of therapy, I guess just sort of like um, improve my mood. And part of that has just sort of been like trying to get out. Um, can't necessarily say it's working, <laughs> but um, it takes time. Uh, it does take time. But, um, you know, I, d- I have been getting out more just to like try to um, lift my spirits. And um, I went to Amoeba Records the other day for those who are not familiar um Mm -hmm. amoeba records is a record shop that exists in berkeley california uh hollywood california and i want to say there's one somewhere else but i'm not sure. probably like new york or something Um, i think there's one in new york but i'm not positive um but amoeba records it like it used to be this little like grungy kind of record shop but then it kind of got huge and then there's you know they have like thousands of records vintage new just they have cds um mainly though like i guess the like cds is the largest part for sure but um most people who go there nowadays because of the big like hipster vinyl craze go there for vinyl um and it closed down a while ago oh sometimes artists will perform there there's like a little stage in the back so like lana del rey will perform there tyler creator will perform there like usually once they release a new album or something um and it closed during the pandemic but they did like really crazy renovations and now it's like brand spanking new and it's awesome. Like it's so cool the inside. And I just went the other day now that I'm vaccinated. I'm a month, I'm a month out from being vaccinated. And um, uh, I went in with some friends, uh, with my friends Tyler and Richard and we got, we all got a couple records. Um, I was going a little nuts for sure. Just cause I'm a big vinyl geek right now. Um, I my new pickups though I picked up Paul's Boutique by the Beastie Boys. I picked up the Fleet Foxes debut, which is I think just titled Fleet Foxes. It's self-titled, and I picked up uh, Remain in Light the talk by the Talking Heads, um, which in my opinion were all low-key kind of overpriced. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, like they were like charging me like twenty-five for each, so I was like, okay, this is kind of overpriced because I I could get Remain in Light on Amazon for like seventeen bucks, um, but it was cool to just like see it in person and pick it up and go into the record store. I definitely want to like take friends um, there, uh, like whenever people are in town or you know available. Um, it's really really cool um, for anyone who is familiar with Amoeba Records. Um, I went there also looking partially for Daft Punk records because if you don't know, the duo just broke up. Um, I wrote a whole like paper on them. I I reviewed every album they ever made. Um, It's a 25 page paper (laughs) um, that reviews everything they've ever done. And um, I was going in because I was like, dang, I want these Daft Punk records. Like I want random access memories and discovery and homework and the live albums, like a live 2006 slash seven. Um, and they were, I went in and they were like, oh, we got in 40 records. Like, let me see if there's any in stock. And they're like, huh, turns out all 40 of our Daft Punk records that we just got in sold out in 24 hours um, because people are going nuts right now since every since the band just broke up to, like, get all their stuff. Um, so if you're getting into Daft Punk right now because they just broke up um, or you're, you know, I recommend first reading up on the band so you can, like, learn a little bit more about them. Uh, just because they there's a lot of history to them and they're very highly influential and then i would you know if you want to try to find some of their records uh good luck <laughs> it's going to be really hard uh to do so because a lot of their stuff right now is in high demand 
and very limited supply. Period. Yeah. yeah, I am not, I don't know much about Daft Punk. They're a really cool band. Um, I mean, yeah, they're iconic. Yeah, they, they absolutely are iconic. And there's a lot of songs that you probably know that you might not even realize are Daft Punk. Um, I bet, yeah. Is, is um, what I learned in the process of like reviewing everything they've ever done. Like, um, obviously, I knew all their big hits, like Around the World, uh, One More Time, um, Harder, Better, Faster, Stronger, Face to Face, um, Get Lucky, uh, Lose Yourself to Dance. Like, I knew all those were their songs. Um, oh, my but God. Even, even then, there were, like, many songs where I was like, oh, wait, that's Daft Punk? Like, um, for example, um, the song, let me, let me pull it up. Uh, let me pull up my crazy Daft I have a playlist of like a bunch of Daft Punk songs that I adore. I um, hope y'all didn't hear that. I just burped a little bit. <laughs> nah, man, we're proud. Like, I didn't know Robot Rock was their song. I thought Robot Rock was like probably like the Chemical Brothers or something. I didn't realize that Robot Rock was a Daft Punk song, but here it is, like one of their biggest hits. Um, so it was super cool, like going back and exploring everything they've ever done. Um, I'm really proud of that piece. I wrote a whole piece. Yeah, you I... should be. That's like 25 pages. That's crazy. <laughs> it took a while, but um. Yeah, I mean, that's not surprising. <laughs> it was fun um, to, to to write. I'm sorry. I just like you said Daft Punk, and then I was like, oh yeah, Pharrell, and then I remembered freaking <laughs> blurred lines, which was so bad. Do you remember that? It was literally just like a song about date date rape. Um, was that what the song was about? Yeah, that's what the blurred lines were. Oh, I thought that was referring to, like, pornography or something. No, it's saying, like, I know you want it, but you're a good girl. I know you want it, you know? Is that really what the song is I'm about? Pretty, that's what I've, like, is heard multiple rate? times. It's, like, basically it's about, like, this guy and he, like, you know, they're all drunk and he likes this girl and she's like, oh, no, like, I'm a good girl. Like, I don't do stuff like that. But, like, the way that you're dancing, like, you, you're you not a good girl. Like, you must like it. Like, blur the lines are blurred. Yeah, it's really creepy. Honestly, Ro- anyone named Robin Thicke just gives off, like, huge, like, Also, why is flags. he on Ma- Like, have you seen Masked Singer? It's a trip. <laughs> I have not seen Masked Singer. It's literally, have you seen Black Mirror? Yes, I've seen it. Some literally, of Black it feels like, like when I watch Masked Singer, I feel like I'm in a Black Mirror episode, like where it's like postmodern society where it's like, enter- <laughs> like entertainment is so weird. Like I watch it and I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, is this what society is? I mean, it's I it I I hate seeing like. Because on occasion, I'll be scrolling through YouTube or something, and they'll be like, oh, look who was unveiled this week. And it's like Kris Jenner or, some, or something. Yeah. And no, I, like, Caitlyn Oof. Jenner was on it. Uh, right. Oh, yes, I did see that. Caitlyn Jenner was on it. And I'm just like, I'm just like gosh, what does society come to? Like, we're just here watching people in fursuits. Oh, um, yeah. Okay. It says that Blurred Lines is a libidinous which like refers to ever relating to libido, which I think is, I'm going to add that to my list of words I need yeah. to use more. Um, party like jam about a woman in a nightclub who may or may not be interested in him. In April, one blogger branded it as a rape song. And two months later, they described it as rapey, a word that caught fire in other media outlets. So yeah, I mean, everyone knows that it's just like a weird rapey song, I guess. Yeah, it's definitely predatory. 
for sure. Sorry, one second. My dad is calling me. I don't know how to tell him <laughs> that I'm not like. Well, we can end in a few minutes. Yeah, he'll probably just come into my room or something. Yeah, he does podcasting too, so I guess I think he'll he'll get Dang. the he'll he'll understand the grind. Okay. But yeah, before we go, we, we might need to do our rapid we, fire. Yes. Rex. Yeah, okay, we might you, get a you go. Get a surprise. Um, you might get a surprise uh, cameo from Mr. Amar. Uh, but while we, should, we yeah, we should while, bring him on the podcast next while, week. Let's do it. While we no. while we wait though, <laughs> he'll just like I mean he literally he just like likes the Beatles like I don't know. No, I love no. Let's talk about the Beatles for a whole episode, of Mr. Amar. Let's do it. Um, I love that. Uh, but yes, okay, we're nearing the end of our show, and as you know, every every show for the last, I think we're now we're now like, three episodes now where we've done this. Yeah, we, um, we are ending now with a rapid fire Rex section where Sar and I each list our five recommended songs of the week. Um, the songs uh, don't necessarily have to be from you know 2021. Um, I generally choose stuff from 2021. I so all the songs you'll be hearing this week from me are going to be from this year. But really, it's whatever we're listening to that we think you should also be listening to. The playlists mm-hmm. are findable on Spotify um, under my under my profile, my account, uh, Dolly Lamas. Uh, Dolly is in like the Dolly Lama, and then my last name would be L-A-M-A-S. Um, so you can follow me there and find these playlists. They're under oh, the if we're Sarah plugging ourselves, show. follow me on Instagram. Um, <laughs> it's Saromar, S-A-R-0-M-A-R. Gotcha. Um, if you follow me, then maybe I can like get a brand deal or something. I want to be Instagram right. famous so that I can get free stuff. <laughs> what a wonderful goal um, i know yeah I, no i'm just kidding i don't really want to be instagram famous it would probably make me really sad i feel like that kind of thing <laughs> would just be uh a little hollow much to bear. yeah really hollow yeah. um but yes if you want to support uh the star and connor show um not fiscally or anything just like you know yeah just like, we don't... Just like tune in <laughs> uh you can go to my spotify and there i have uh, and playlists. Sarah's Instagram. And Sarah's Instagram to see posts about the podcast or to see, um, you know, or to listen to the playlist where of all the things that we recommend to you during the week because Sarah and I make a playlist out of it that's really convenient for you guys to listen to. Um, so without further ado, uh, my Rex this what week. What was that? Did you hear that? I did not hear that. What was that? Oh, I don't know. Oh, oh, I think I know what it was. I think okay, I got a message on Facebook. <laughs> and, and so like i heard it but you didn't it's about oh my it's literally so this is like <laughs> but i like want to pick up um this guy has like 50 to 60 playboy magazines and i want to take them from him so that i can like make collages that's kind of cool though yeah but it's like i don't want to meet him like who, yeah, has- <laughs> who wants to meet a guy that's giving away 60 playboy magazines yeah because i was like oh can you ship it to me and he was like no but also like, <laughs> like you're gonna have playboy- to pick it up where, think about where that, that's so sketchy, dude. But also think about where those magazines have been. Like that's just no, horrifying. don't make me think. I know it's like I don't want to think that he's like done anything with them. But like he I definitely don't... has. No, he hasn't. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't be selling sixty plus Playboy magazines if he hasn't like unless he's just like a collector. Yeah, he just like had a collection and then he's like, I don't need the like. I don't think that he would do that. If that's what and you honestly, want to tell I yourself. Don't like, I don't, like, what is he got? Like, it's not like it's on the pages or anything. Okay. Well, handle it with gloves. Um, yeah. If, uh, if, if that's what makes you feel, if that's what helps you sleep at night, then I totally support that. But please wear gloves. Um, yeah. But, I'm going to, yes. like, I don't know. I need to ask my dad or something. 
yeah, that is or take Ben with you. I guess someone needs to go with me. I mean, I'm not gonna go alone. It's not like I can drive anyway, but (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So Oh, it's so sketchy, but I really, really want them. Because, like, I went on Etsy and stuff, and, like, they're selling, like, two magazines for, like, $15, and this guy is selling, like, $50 for $50. Dang. All right. Well, that's a deal. So, like, I want them. Yeah. So. Still wear gloves. Um, Without further ado, though, um, I guess I'll do my rapid-fire Rex while Sara assembles hers. Um, I've already assembled mine. Oh, dang. Do you want to go first, then? Yeah, yeah, totally. Okay, so a lot of my recommendations, Lady Karen, if you're listening, this is for you because she has been showing me all of this awesome music. I love her music taste. Yes, her name is Lady Karen. Love it. Um, I don't know. People are always like, oh, is that like a title? And it's not. It's just like her name. (laughs) I like it. But um, yeah, I love Lady Karen. She's the best. And she put me on this song. It's called Forgive Me by Chloe X. Halley. It's like one of their most famous songs. I think it's in the top five, and for good reason. Like I it's love such that a song. fun song. I know it's so good. It's like so. It makes me so happy. Like I listen to it, especially like the ending part when she's like la 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 like that. <laughs> I mean, obviously, I'm not a singer, so I can't do it. But they just have the most angelic, beautiful voices. I understand why Beyonce's label signed them. They're awesome. Um, and I'm not even like a Chloe X Halley stan. Like I did not like do it. It really annoyed me because I kept hearing it like literally all the time. But I love that song. It made me re-listen to the album. And I also really like um, Tipsy from that album. <laughs> nice. It's like, I might be a little tipsy. Yeah. But yeah, if you are going to listen to one song from them, you have to listen to Forgive Me. It is so good. I've been listening to it all the time. And I put it on. I like put my friends on it too. Like now a couple of my friends are listening to it all the time too. So it's awesome. Oh, it's such a good song. I know, yeah. Okay, do you have one, or do you want me to just do all of mine? I would just uh, just do all of yours, and then we'll okay. I'll do mine. Number two, I have "Bitter" by Internet Girl and Payday. Um, I've been listening to. I don't know if I would call her a rapper or not, but um, Payday is like like emo, or no, like like kind of emo, like very slightly emo, mostly indie, a little bit of Claro mixed with maybe like. I don't know, like a mumble rap, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't know how to describe it. It's really interesting. And I really, she has this one song called Super Thick. Super Thick. I don't know why, but I really I liked like that song. So then I was like listening to her other stuff and I love this song. It's super like indie and fun and very like summery. It's called Bitter. Um, I don't know how to describe it. It's just kind of like, it reminds me of like Wallows and Claro kind of. And I just really like this song. And when I played it, my friends were like, oh, this is such a good song. So that made me think that I should put this on here. And then for number three, I actually picked six songs. So I'm going to do six, but this is my Go third it. one. Um, it's called My Gingy by Sunset Roller Coaster. It's just like a fun song. It's like, um, it's very like guitar-y and like chill. And it's like six and a half minutes, but it's six and a half minutes of fun. And you will enjoy it. So um, I think that they're like a Japanese band or something. They might not be Japanese, but like they are. You know what? I'm not going to say that. Let me look it up right now so that I don't say anything wrong. But um, yeah, it says that they're a pop band and they're from. Oh, no, they're from Taiwan. Okay, sorry. Um, So that's like kind of not Japan at all. I don't know why I said that. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> fair enough. I just I was like, oh, you know, 
Jinji, that sounds like kind of like a Japanese word that I know, but um, no, it doesn't. So yeah, they're a Taiwanese band. We love to see it. Um, it's an awesome song. Love that song. Um, and then for my fourth pick, I have this song called Funky Galileo by Sure Sure. I really like this okay. song. It literally every time I listen, it's like, it's just like, it is funky. Like, and I don't describe that many things as funky, but this is a funky song. It like makes me happy. It's feeling like it has a little bit of like an 80s vibe. I live like we love. And speaking of 80s, my next song is also from the 80s. Or no, like th- th- that song wasn't from the 80s. This song is from the 80s. Um, it's called In My House by um, Mary Jane Girls. And these, this group is actually, if you guys know, oh my God, what's his name? Rick James, I think. That Rick like James. Yeah, his backup singers. He like kidnapped for- a girl. Him and his wife Did kidnapped he? a girl. Did they actually? Yes. Okay, I guess I'll look. For it. Wait, really? <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> I thought he was like, he seems like a nice guy. <laughs> nah, dude, that song Super Freak is is truthful. It is really about, he is a super freak. Oh my god, no. It's, but wow, continue. that sucks. Continue. Okay, um, well, anyways, this is, um, <laughs> his backup singers, they like left him and formed their own band. I and wonder then they why. Made, yeah. <laughs> And then they made this song, and it's um, it's awesome. It's in um the series Pose, um, which I think we've already talked about on the. Sh- I don't know if we talked about it on the show or just like by ourselves, but it's this really awesome show about the um, ball scene in the eighties, um, in the late eighties and nineties in New York. It has like Billy Porter and India Moore and MJ Rodriguez. It's a great show. Um, and there's this one scene in the first episode that has this song and it's such a cute scene and ever since then like my friend and I who both watched the show he was playing it so then I started playing it it's just like such a fun song it's very 80s very fun and I am like not a big fan of 80s music or even old music in general but this one is a bop and then my last one is kind of random I just like came up on my discover weekly and I really like it it's called stick up by Carrie Foe Foe um f-a-u-x and it's just kind of like a chill, like rap song ish moment. I listen to a lot of like female rap, and this one just like I don't know the the background sound. It kind of just reminds me of like a Tarantino movie or something. Like it's just like, or like a like a detective like agent movie, like you know James Bond type thing. And I just I really like rap songs that have like a fun background sound, if that makes sense. So yeah, those are my six fun picks for you. Listen to them. I love it. Those are all great picks. I'm gonna have, have to you heard any of those? of those? I've heard "Forgive Me," "Tipsy," and then what was the second one you said? I have heard that one too. Was it my Gingy? Um, no. What was the second one I said? I think I deleted it. What did I do? I did "Forgive <laughs> Me." I did "Funky Galileo." What was well, it, I, bro? I, I heard a few of them. They were all great picks. I'm. Um, thank you. You can find the playlist. Um, yeah, but now a... I don't remember what I said, and I don't know. Oh, oh, it was Bitter by Internet Girl and Payday. Okay, yes. I believe I have heard that song. Um, but yeah, those are all great picks, man. Those Thank slap. you. Um, so now I feel pressured to do six, so I've chosen a six one. Um, but um, so my, my, my picks are going to kick off with, um, speaking of, well, I don't know. I guess it's kind of similar. Galileo. There's an artist named, Gal- named Galant. Uh, Galant is a R&B artist. Um, I actually don't know much about him personally. I wish I knew more about him. I definitely will look into it. 
but he released a EP called Neptune this year, which is about eight songs, 28 minutes. Uh, the whole thing is a 90s R&B throwback. It is as glossy and glamorous as you remember 90s R&B being, but with modern production. Uh, the highlight from that album, in my opinion, is Julie. Um, it is just an amazing sort of like, you know, um, it's just like a bedroom vibe, man. It's just, it's a jam. It's an anthem. Julie goes hard. Um, after that, I believe a couple weeks ago and or uh, last week... Uh, no, it was our very, oh no, I haven't talked about her yet. Okay. There's an artist I've been following named Luna Lee. Uh, she's incredible. She has this awesome EP that she dropped this year called Jams. It's 10 songs, 10 minutes, 10-ish minutes. And it's just a series of songs that just like you can vibe to. Um, she released a follow-up EP that is only four songs called Alone But Not Lonely. Um, the difference between this and the last EP is that um, this one is, uh, has, le- has actual vocals. The previous one was just instrumentals. Um, the highlight from Alone But Not Lonely, in my opinion, is Afterglow, which is this just, ugh, this beautiful track with these amazing violins. The whole thing is just super dreamy, um, very ethereal, I guess you could say. Um, I recommend giving it a listen. Um, I know that we've mentioned Dominic Fike on the show before. Um, he did a really cool cover of a Paul McCartney song, uh, which Paul McCartney's version was garbage, but Dominic Fike's version was amazing. Um, it's the Kiss of Venus off of, Domin- off of uh, Paul McCartney's horrible new album, um, which has actually just convinced me that since Dominic Fike's cover of it was so good that Paul McCartney should write a Dominic Fike album. Um, <laughs> but um, this uh, Dominic Fike has been featured on this new song by this up-and-coming artist named Remy Wolf. Um, she's amazing. She's got really good. She's got a really cool, like bedroom pop vibe. Um, definitely got some cool elements of R&B and funk in there. Um, this new song though Ah. is called photo ID. Um, it was really popular as a solo track, but now that she's got Dominic Fike on the track too, it's just even better. Um, it's a summer jam, great pop anthem. Highly recommend it. Uh, track number four that I'm going to recommend here is uh, Kiss Me More featuring SZA. It's a Doja Cat song. Oh, of course. I oh, yeah, have you heard this song? It's so Do good. Do you think I haven't? It's so popular. <laughs> oh, it is? I yeah. love this song. Kiss Me More. Wait, it's so it? good. I feel um, like fucking something. We could be calling <laughs> fucking sugar. I know dummy fun. I like to say it. what if, but if we mm. kiss it, just cut the rubbish. Oh. That moment. Love it. And then there's like, oh my god, Scissors first. I forget what she says. I mean, anyways, it's just it's so good. It's the such. A good I song. love SZA. I love SZA as well. It's, I mean, I like Doja Cat too. Song. Yeah, I like, I like SZA it. more. <laughs> I I agree with that honestly. I think SZA maybe is probably the better artist, um, just because she has I think Control, which is just the better album uh, in comparison to anything Doja Cat's ever done. Um, but yes, fantastic little pop song. Um, then next up, I'm going to recommend Tusi Sabe's Quererme by Natalia Lafourcade. Um, it is a song that originally appeared on her 2017, uh, release Musas. Uh, I love this song. It's my favorite, uh, Latin folk song. And she's recently been releasing, re-releasing, um, some of her older songs or with new, like, folkier renditions, as new folkier renditions. Um, in a series of albums that she's called Un Canto por México. So Un Canto por México Volume 1 came out last year. 
we're expecting volume two this year. Um, and this song will likely land on volume two, I'm guessing, but it is a folkier rendition of her song, Tusi Sabas Kererme. It is absolutely amazing. Um, if you have not heard the original, highly recommend that. And then I recommend that you listen to this folkier rendition. It is incredible. And then uh, my now sixth song um, to match Sara's six <laughs> is um, by the the lady I shouted out earlier on TikTok, uh, Dev Lemons. She is uh, she's an amazing sense of humor. She's super great. She does these awesome music memes. But she released this little EP called Lemontopia. She did this really funny marketing campaign where the whole time she was just like, no, nobody should listen to this EP. It stinks. But it's like her own EP. Um, and, um, <laughs> That's funny. It was really good. Um, I thought it was really clever. Um, but the, the EP is good. It's a good EP. Um, and I think the highlight on that is the track You Don't Do Laundry. It's a really cool pop jam. Got some cool bedroom pop vibes. And she's got a really good grasp of just like music theory. So just the general like production of it is just great. I mean, it's mixed well, it's EQ'd well. Um, it's just, it's, it's just a solid jam. Um, so yeah, those are our, I, I guess our 12 picks for the week. Um, we, you can find them on my Spotify under the playlist, the Sar and Connor show episode six. Um, yes. so please tune in again hopefully next week um for i think seven. no we'll be we'll definitely be able to do this more because now that he's done with school yes that is true i'm done with school we can do it more so this mm-hmm. maybe this we'll week, do bi-weekly Ooh, that'd be cool yeah you don't even you Dang. don't i just said that and you don't even know what i mean like i could Dang. be twice a week or every twice two a week or every two weeks <laughs> dang dude guess we'll find out only time will tell literally um, but please tune in for episode seven of the car of the sarah and connor show uh hopefully coming out within the next week and in the meantime please listen to our playlist and check out some of the other episodes if you want yeah give us one monthly listener <laughs> please, <laughs> do, you. please. Do we have, would it tell us if we had monthly listeners um yeah actually our episodes have been streamed more than you'd expect but I wait presume- really I presume it's by like a handful of people that we've shared the episodes with. Um, how do I find? Oh my god! How do you have Cole on here? I what? And it says like followers, and then it has Cole Gonzalez. Oh really? <laughs> I like Sarah it. and Connor's show. I like it. Yeah. No. Our, okay. Great. Our last episode had fifteen plays. The one before that had thirty-one. The one before that had twenty-four. And then the oh, first wow. episode Wait, had seven. Why can you see it and I can't? I'll I'll show you after the episode is over. Bye everyone. Bye. Um.